Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. In our last episode, we learned about the glory of God. We learned that God's glory is His goodness and that He is a good God. We also learned that Moses would pitch a tent called the Tent of Meeting outside of the camp where the pillar of cloud would come down and Moses would meet with God. Today's episode is a very special one. It is special because we are going to talk about the place that Moses would build that would become the home where God's glory would dwell among the people while they were in the desert. That's right. God gave Moses special instructions while he was on Mount Sinai for a special place to be built where the presence of God would come and live among the people. Can you believe that? You might be thinking, but God has all of heaven as his home. Why would he want a home here on earth? Oh, friends, because he loves us so much. He didn't want to just come down and visit. He wanted to make a home among the Israelites. Remember, they were his chosen people, the ones he delivered and rescued from slavery. He was going to make his home among them. Now, the house of God wouldn't be just any house. God's home on earth would be a reflection of heaven and the glory of heaven. The name of the home that Moses would build for God was the tabernacle. Can you say tabernacle? The tabernacle and all of the items inside of the tabernacle would reflect the glory and beauty of God. Let's learn a little bit more about the tabernacle. Are you ready? Moses said to the whole Israelite community, This is what the Lord has commanded. From what you have taken offering for the Lord. What is an offering, you ask? An offering is a gift you give to the Lord to show your worship and love for Him. Moses said, everyone who is willing is to bring to the Lord an offering of gold, silver, or bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and fine linen, goat hair, ram skins dyed red, and hides of sea cows, acacia wood, olive oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil and for the incense, and stones and other gems. You might think those are funny offerings to bring to the Lord, but those are the items that Moses had the people give that would help build the tabernacle. And Moses said, all who are skilled among you are to come and make everything the Lord has commanded. You see, not only would the people give offerings of their own belongings, but they would offer their skills and their talents to help build the tabernacle. Everyone was ready to give and serve. They knew that this would be a special place for the Lord to dwell among them, and they wanted to do their part to make sure the tabernacle was exactly as the Lord had commanded it should be. 
So the whole Israelite community withdrew from Moses' presence, and everyone who was willing and whose heart moved in him came and brought an offering to the Lord for the work on the tabernacle. All who were willing, men and women alike, came and brought gold jewelry of all kinds, earrings, rings, and ornaments. They all presented their gold as an offering to the Lord. Everyone who had blue, purple, or scarlet yarn, or fine linen, or goat hair, or ram skins, or hides of sea cows brought them. Those presenting an offering of silver or bronze brought it as an offering to the Lord, and everyone who had acacia wood for any part of the work brought it. Every skilled woman spun with her hands and brought what she had spun, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn or fine linen. And all the women who were willing and had the skill spun the goat hair so it could be used to build the tabernacle. The leaders brought stones and other gems. They also brought spices and olive oil for the light and for the anointing oil and for the fragrant incense. All the Israelite men and women who were willing brought to the Lord free will offerings for all the work the Lord through Moses had commanded them to do. What is a free will offering? A free will offering is an offering that was given freely out of their own desire to give, not because they were told to, but because they wanted to. They wanted to give what they had to help make the dwelling place of God special. Now, there was a certain man that God had chosen who had great talent and skill that would lead the design and work of the tabernacle and the items that would go into the tabernacle. His name was Bezalel. Moses said to the Israelites, See, the Lord has chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, son of Hur, from the tribe of Judah, and he has filled him with the Spirit of God, with skill and ability and knowledge in all kinds of crafts, to make artistic designs for work in gold, silver, and bronze, to cut and set stones, to work in wood, and to engage in all kinds of artistic craftsmanship. And he has given him and another man by the name of Oholiab the ability to teach others. He has filled them with skill to do all kinds of work as craftsmen, designers, embroiderers in blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and fine linen and weavers, all of them master craftsmen and designers. Oh, truth seekers, how exciting! All of Israel would have a chance to give their time their resources, their skills, their talents to help build the most beautiful dwelling place for God's glory to dwell. So these men received from Moses all the offerings the Israelites had brought to carry out the work of constructing the tabernacle. And the people continued to bring free will offerings morning after morning until there was so much that the skilled craftsmen who were working on the tabernacle came to Moses and said, We have more than enough to do the work the Lord has commanded to be done. And so the work began. The tabernacle itself was made of curtains with blue, purple, and scarlet yarn woven throughout that the skilled embroiders sewed. The frame of the tabernacle was made of acacia wood that was overlaid with gold. 
The entrance of the tabernacle was made with a curtain of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and finely twisted linen. And all of the posts and hooks that were used to hold them up and put them together were also overlaid with gold. Now inside the tabernacle were very important pieces of furniture. There were to be four specific pieces of furniture, very important pieces of furniture. God gave Moses specific instructions on what these four pieces of furniture were to mean and what they were to look like. The first piece of furniture was the Ark of the Covenant. Not like an ark in the story of Noah and the ark, where the ark was a boat that carried Noah and his family on the water. This ark, the Ark of the Covenant, was more like a box, a gold-covered box, overlaid with gold on the outside and the inside with a very special golden lid. The lid of the Ark of the Covenant had two cherubim angels made of gold sitting at each end of the lid. The cherubim angels were placed on the lid and had their wings spread out upward, their heads bowed down, and they were facing each other. If you took the lid with the angels off of the ark and looked inside, you would find very important items. What was inside, you ask? Inside the ark was to be kept the stone tablets containing the Ten Commandments that God had given to Moses on Mount Sinai a jar of manna, the bread that God had given to the Israelites to eat in the desert, and Aaron's staff. There were rings on the bottom of the ark that held golden covered wooden poles that would be used to carry the Ark of the Covenant whenever the Israelites were traveling. The second piece of furniture in the tabernacle was the table. The table was made of acacia wood and covered with gold, just like the ark. The plates, dishes, and bowls were all made of gold as well. The table also had rings located higher up on its legs and golden covered wooden poles that would be used to carry the table, just like with the ark. The third piece of furniture in the tabernacle was the lampstand. The lampstand was made of you guessed it, gold. And the lampstand had seven branches that held seven candles with cups shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms detailed on them. The fourth piece of furniture in the tabernacle was the altar of incense. It was square and was made of wood and covered with gold and fitted with rings for poles to carry it, just like the ark and the table. The incense altar was made with horns at each of its upper corners. And on the altar of incense was the sacred anointing oil and the pure fragrant incense. Now, what was the importance of having a table, a lampstand, an incense altar, and the Ark of the Covenant inside the tabernacle? Each of these items inside the tabernacle were for the purpose of worshiping God. If this was God's home, he was to be worshipped here. The table was always to have bread on it as a reminder that God was their bread of life. He would sustain them and give them everything they needed. 
the lampstand was to remind them that God is the light of the world and it was to remain lit at all times. He brings light to the darkness. The incense was to be burned on the altar of incense every morning and evening. Incense is a sweet-smelling fragrance that is burned, much like when you burn a candle. Has your mom ever lit a candle that filled the house with such a good smell? The incense was to be burned as a reminder that our worship goes up before the Lord, and as we worship and pray to Him, it is like a sweet smell to Him. And of course, we already said the Ark of the Covenant was important because it held the testimony that God had given to Moses on Mount Sinai, the Ten Commandments. It held the reminder of the manna that God had given to them in the desert. And it would be the place where God's glory would dwell between the two cherubim on top of the Ark. Now, these four pieces of furniture were very important inside the tabernacle. And inside the tabernacle, it was called the holy place because this is where God's holy presence would dwell. But not all four pieces of furniture were located in the same place. You see, God had Moses hang a dividing curtain inside the tabernacle. And behind the curtain, he was to place the Ark of the Covenant. And only the Ark of the Covenant would be placed behind this curtain. And behind the curtain would be called the most holy of all holy places. It was the holy of holies. Do you know why it was the most holy place? It was the most holy place because this is where God's glory would come and dwell. God's glory would dwell on top of the ark between the two cherubim angels. This was called the mercy seat of God. What a special place. This would be God's home. So the Lord said to Moses, set up the tabernacle on the first day of the first month. Place the Ark of the Covenant in it and shield the Ark with the curtain. Bring in the table and set out what belongs on it. Then bring in the lampstand and set up its lamps. Place the gold altar of incense in front of the Ark of the Covenant and put the curtain at the entrance to the tabernacle. So there would be the dwelling place of God, his tabernacle. Did you know that on the outside of the tabernacle, there was to be another altar? This was called the altar of burnt offering, where the people would offer sacrifices to the Lord for their sins outside of the tabernacle. And there would be a large basin or bowl filled with water where the priests would wash and cleanse themselves before entering the tabernacle. All of this was in the outer court or the courtyard outside of the tabernacle. God told Moses to take anointing oil and anoint the tabernacle and everything in it. This was an act of setting apart the tabernacle as holy, as a holy place unto the Lord. So Moses set up the tabernacle on the first day of the first month, and he spread a tent over the tabernacle and put a covering over the tent as the Lord commanded him. He took the tablet of the Ten Commandments and placed it in the ark. He attached the poles to the ark and put the cover over it. Then he brought the ark into the tabernacle and hung the shielding curtain and shielded the ark of the covenant behind the curtain as the Lord had commanded him. 
Moses then placed the table in the tabernacle with the bread on it before the Lord, as the Lord had commanded. And he placed the lampstand in the tabernacle opposite the table and set up the lamps before the Lord, as the Lord had commanded him. Moses placed the gold altar of incense in front of the curtain and burned fragrant incense on it as the Lord had commanded him. Then he put up a curtain at the entrance to the tabernacle. He then set the altar of burnt offering outside of the tabernacle and offered on it burnt offerings of grain as the Lord had commanded. He placed the basin between the tabernacle and the altar and he filled it with water for washing. Moses and Aaron and his sons used it to wash their hands and feet, and they washed whenever they entered the tabernacle or approached the altar as the Lord commanded. And then Moses put up a courtyard fence around the tabernacle and a curtain at the entrance to the courtyard. And so Moses finished the work. Phew, that was a lot of work. The house of God was finally complete. But there was one last thing to do. What do you do after you build a home and move your furniture in? Don't you yourself move into the home and live in it? It was now time for God to move into his new home among the people. The Bible says that the cloud covered the tabernacle and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Moses could not enter it because the cloud had settled upon it and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. What a marvelous sight that must have been to see the glory of God descend to live among the people. In all of their travels as they traveled throughout the desert, whenever the cloud lifted from above the tabernacle, they would set out and know it was time to move on. But if the cloud did not lift, they did not set out and would wait until it would lift. So the cloud of the Lord was over the tabernacle by day, and fire was in the cloud by night, in the sight of all the Israel, guiding them during their travels. Dear truth seekers, you might ask, why is it important to know about the tabernacle and the Ark of the Covenant? The tabernacle was the holy place where God came and lived among the people. And the Ark of the Covenant was the specific spot where His glory rested in the most holy place. This means that God, the creator of the universe, cares and loves His people so much that He wanted to come and live among them. He didn't have to do that, but He did. The tabernacle described in these verses does not exist today. Do you know why? Where does God's presence dwell if there is no longer a tabernacle? Do you know that the Bible says that we are the tabernacle of God's dwelling place? You didn't know that you were a tabernacle, did you? When you ask Jesus to come and live inside of your heart, you become the dwelling place of God. He comes and lives inside of you, and you become God's home. Your heart is the home for God to dwell. Isn't that such good news? God's Spirit comes and lives in you and me, and He makes His home in us. That's how much He loves you. He wants to live with you and be with you all the time. He made it possible by sending His Son Jesus to die for our sins so that we could be made holy as God is holy. We are the most holy place of God's presence, not because of anything we could ever do to earn it or deserve it, but because He loves us and calls us His children. All we have to do is have faith and believe. 
Just like the Israelites gave offerings to the Lord of their skills and talents, so you and I can give offering to the Lord in thanksgiving to Him. He has given each of us special skills and talents to use for His glory. Maybe you're good at drawing or singing or sports or making friends or I could list so many things that you might be good at. What is it that God has gifted you to do well that you can give back to Him and use for His glory? All you have to do is ask Him to show you, and He will. If you'd like to read more about the tabernacle, you can find it in Exodus chapters 35 through 40. And if you've been following along from the beginning, so far our journey of truth has taken us through the first two books of the Bible, Genesis and Exodus. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode as we spend some time in the next book of the Bible, Leviticus, learning about the important job that God gave to Moses' brother Aaron and his sons. And if you want to do some truth-seeking before our next episode, read Leviticus 8, 12, and see if you can find what Moses poured all over Aaron's head. Listen next week to hear the answer. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Father, thank you that you chose to come and live among us. You are not some faraway and distant God, but you are near to those who call on you, and you are concerned about what concerns us. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to die for our sins, and thank you for sending your Holy Spirit to come and live inside of us. Please, Father, come and make my heart your home, and help me to use the gifts and talents that you have given me to bring glory to your name. Let me always point others to you. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. And if you haven't done so, I would love it if you could leave a review for the podcast. Just leaving a rating or a comment helps the podcast to be found easier. And it's my heart that others would find the podcast who need to hear and learn more about God too. Thank you, True Seekers. I'll talk to you next week.